Welcome back to the No Nonsense Black History Month podcast. Yesterday, we went over Canada's voting record for Black Canadians, and today we're going to continue a discussion of politics and highlight Canada's Black political leaders, past and present. As you can probably imagine, being the first to accomplish anything is no easy task, especially when you're talking about being the first elected member of government in your city, province, or country during times of racism and discrimination. It's sad to say, but Black Canadians are still making history today by being the first. Despite living in Canada since before it became an official country, Black people are woefully underrepresented in all levels of government. There still seems to be some kind of scandal when it comes to politics in the Black community. Remember Justin Trudeau in blackface? Hmm. Or having Black members of his party resign because of experiences of racism? But we aren't going to talk about the bad. We're going to talk about the legends, the people who are written in history for breaking down barriers. First on the list is Wilson Ruffin Abbott, the first Black man to be elected to a municipal position as a city councillor in Toronto. Abbott was an American-born African-Canadian and successful businessman and landowner in Toronto. Abbott was born to a Scottish-Irish father and a free West African mother in Richmond, Virginia. Abbott, his wife, and two children moved to Toronto in 1835 or 1836, we're not sure, one of hundreds of Black families looking for freedom and a better life. While in Canada, Abbott prospered as a businessman. He eventually owned 42 houses, five vacant lots, and a warehouse, mostly in Toronto, but also in Hamilton and Owen Sound. He was active in the Black community, helping to purchase freedom for fugitive slaves, and financially supported the Anti-Slavery Society of Canada. As he became wealthier, he became more interested in politics, and in 1840 became the first Black man in Canadian history to be elected to any government position as a member of Toronto Council. His son, Anderson Ruffin Abbott, became Canada's first black physician. It took another 132 years for another significant first, the first black woman elected to provincial legislature. Her name was Rosemary Brown. Rosemary Brown was also the first woman to run for leadership of a federal political party. In these 132 years, black people ran and were elected for municipal positions. They ran for positions in the provincial and federal government, but didn't win. Brown emigrated to Canada from Jamaica in 1951 to study social work at McGill University. She shared how her first years in Canada were extremely difficult. She experienced racism and discrimination as a student when searching for housing or for jobs. In the 1960s, she became a political advocate, fighting for the rights of women and people of color. She was a founding member of the Vancouver Status of Women Council. In 1972, she ran in provincial elections with the New Democratic Party and won her seat in Vancouver Burrard, a first in Canada and for British Columbia. She held this seat until 1986. In 1975, she made history again when she became the first black woman to run for federal leadership. She has this great quote that she said, Indeed, I'm twice blessed. I'm black and I'm a woman. And to be black and female in a society that is both racist and sexist is to be in the unique situation of having nowhere to go but up. In her time in politics, she pushed for reforms to dismantle sexism and racism in education and politics. 
Brown received numerous awards for her work, including the Order of Canada, Order of British Columbia, and Canada Post created a commemorative stamp of her. Just last year, in October 2020, we saw another first, the first black person ever elected leader of a federal party, Annamie Paul for the Green Party. Annamie Paul is also the first Jewish woman to lead a federal party. Now let's talk about her for a minute. She's still making history, so I'll have to update this episode, I'm sure, in the near future. I had the pleasure of once meeting her, actually, while she was campaigning in my old neighborhood. Paul is the daughter of Caribbean immigrants to Canada. A lawyer, she speaks four languages, sits on the board of several organizations, and creates social enterprises in her spare time. I can't even share all of her career accomplishments in this episode, but believe me when I tell you, she's smart, ambitious, and dedicated to community and public service. These are just some of the many Black political leaders I could talk about. Over the next two days, I'll be dedicating an entire episode to deep dive into the story of two more political leaders. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for joining. We'll see you tomorrow.